Psalm 119. I hope you're encouraged in, in the Lord this evening. And uh, if you're turning to Psalm 119, you probably pretty much know what the, uh, what the theme of the, the message is going to be because of the theme of Psalm 119. But we'll look at one verse in particular, and that is uh, verse number 97. Verse number 97. <clears throat> Psalm 119, 97. It says there, Oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation all the day. Lord, help us now as we look at your word for a few minutes. And Lord, just uh, give us uh, some truth that will help us uh, in the days to come. And um, to give us a, even a greater appreciation for your word, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So we know that uh, there's some poetry involved in, uh, in the Psalms, and um, they, they we have in, the, in, in Psalm 119 um, poetic uh, synonyms. And as it is with synonyms, uh, many times, you know, synonyms, they generally have the same emphasis or definition, but they might have little nuances of difference in the words. And so throughout the book of, uh, or, or uh, the chapter Psalm 119, uh, throughout Psalm 119, you have different words that are used to, uh, to indicate, um, to depict God's work. And we've pointed them out before, like in Sunday school when we've read different segments of, uh, of Psalm 119 and kind of gone through each verse and, 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 and noticed um, the different words that are used. Um, can you remember some of the words? Just yell at you know. Precepts is one. That's a, that's a, I had that on a list here. Um, precepts is a mandate. A precept is a mandate or directive from God. A mandate or directive from God. All right, give me another one. Statutes. So it's statutes, right? Not statues, right? Um, but uh, statutes are prescribed courses of action. Prescribed courses of action. So you can see, like, you know, very close in, in, in definition, but little nuances of difference. Um, who can think of another one? Commandments, yes, commandments. And uh, commandments are ordinances. Edicts is of a sovereign. So the sovereign being able to, um, to give an ordinance or an edict, as it were. All right, can you think of any others? The testimonies, yes, the testimonies. Uh, testimonies are a sharing of evidence or bringing truth to bear. All right? Uh, there's uh, maybe a couple left. Judgments. judgments. Yes, judgments. Um, a judgment is a decisive word on a matter. And amongst all the opinions, aren't you, aren't you glad you can go to God's word for, for decisive words on the issues? Right? Uh, no debate. Anyone else? Yes. I didn't have that one. Mercies, yeah. I think I did see that when I was reading through the, uh, the, the book. And um, God's word certainly is full of his mercies, which are, are uh, ongoing and, and new every morning, right? Um, can you think of any others? His law, which is in this, this verse right here. And uh, as far as law goes, law is instruction. Uh, it is communicated boundaries. Communicated boundaries, all right? Uh, so that probably pretty much covers it uh, there. 
And, uh, and so that's, the, that's the, uh, the synonym that is used here in verse 97. Oh, how I love thy law. I love your instructions. I love it when you communicate the boundaries that are good for me, is what, he, is what the uh, psalmist is saying um, here. And the term love here, <clears throat> the Hebrew term is a, uh, having a great appetite for something, uh, a, an actual craving, a strong desire. And, uh, and so just to paraphrase a little further there, you know, I have, a, I have, I have an appetite for your communicated boundaries. I have an appetite. I crave your instructions, God. And that's a great approach. That's a great attitude, you know, amongst the, uh, um, the inherent rebellion of mankind that doesn't want boundaries, that wants to, you know, make their own rules. Um, it is refreshing to see an appreciation for, for, God's, uh, for God's word and God's law. And, uh, and, and, and he talks here about meditation, and, but it's interesting, he says, it is my meditation all the day. Now, one aspect of meditation can be contemplation at the time. And uh, that's maybe the more understood or the more u- used uh, um, aspect of that word, uh, to contemplate God's word. And, and maybe as, as you're actually spending time in the word of God, you're taking time just to as you call ruminate, you know, to really let it soak in. Um, you're, you're, uh, you're doing some silas there, right? You're going back and you're, and you're reading it again. And uh, just really um, putting some thought into what it, what it actually means and, and how you can apply it. And, and just really let it go to your heart, right? Uh, take your time on it. And, uh, and so that's, that's contemplation at the time of reading. But obviously, you're not going to be reading God's word all day long. In fact, you know, in, in the time in which the Psalms were written, there were probably, it was pretty rare to have access of your own to God's word. Uh, like, you know, like we have a copy of the Bible now. Um, the opportunity would not have been there to the same degree as what we have now. And so what had been you know, what had been read at certain times of, of God's word, if they had the luxury of doing so, or, or actually hearing it read. You know, then it was the idea of, uh, you know, take that with you along the way and, and think about that, and think about that, right? And so it's not just contemplation, but it's reflection. And the word medita- meditation, as it's used in this sentence, or in this, in this verse, it would be more the idea of reflecting upon that. You contemplate it when you hear it, right, to the degree that then you can take it with you and, uh, and then um, uh, reflect upon that, ponder it, apply it along the way. Um, and, uh, you know, not everybody could um, read God's word every day, maybe, but everybody could think about it every day, Right? Uh, even you if, you, if there's a if there's a time for some reason where you don't have your Bible with you, whatever the reason that may be, I mean we have very ready access to it. But if along the way you don't have your Bible with you, you know you may not be able to read it at that time. But you can still reflect upon it, right? You can still um, you can still think of it, and. Uh, and so, the, you know, like the Bible is called the water of life, right? And, and, and so, um, you know, it's living water, and, and, and Jesus is the living 
water. And so, you know, when we look at it this way, we go to that flowing stream and we get a drink, right? So we're, we're drinking of it, and then along the way, we're thinking on it. And, um, and so it's so important to, to have both. Um, the idea here is to bring the Bible to bear on specific circumstances. So when it says there, oh, how I love thy law, I sure appreciate what God has, has told me, what he has shown me. It's my meditation all the day. And so what he's saying there, throughout the day, whatever that day brings, he'll be able to think about God's word and how he can apply it in that situation, how he can bring it to bear, how it pertains to what he's going through. And that's a pretty amazing statement because have you ever had two days that were exactly alike? In spite of your best planning, you know, Mondays I do this, Tuesdays I do this, Wednesdays I... In spite of your best planning, you don't know exactly what a day is going to bring. And, uh, you know, some days may seem like they're pretty similar to others, but every day is a little different. And there's, there's, there's no two days that are exactly alike, running into the same people, um, all the variables that may go into it, you know, the, the, uh, the twists and turns of life. But it is good to know that we can take God's word wherever we are. And I was thinking of extreme examples of this, um, you know, of, of people who have been confined to, uh, to prisons um, and not had God's word with them, but yet they could remember and they could draw from that for encouragement and whatever other dire circumstances they might be in. Uh, just, you know, maybe just a time of, I need wisdom right now. Well, I pray for wisdom. I know God wants to give me that. But also, you know, what can I think of from God's word right now that I can apply right now in this situation that would be wise? It would be, it would be something of the precepts, of the uh, testimonies, of the statutes of God that I, could, uh, that I could apply. And so learning to take the truth of God's word with you all along um, the way. You know, it's, 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 it's fine to have strong opinions about the authority of God's word, but how strong is our moment-by-moment moment resolve to apply it? Um, I've, heard, I've heard people put great energy into defending God's word and even defending maybe certain translations of God's word, but then it seems like, you know, sometimes they stumble at the most ready opportunity to apply some of the clear teachings of it. <laughs> and that makes no sense. Why would we want to defend God's word? Well, we want to defend God's word because of its authority. Well, what are the implications of its authority? Well, the implications of its authority is that it has something to say from, you know, about every area of my life, and I need to pay attention to it so I can apply it, right? So I can apply it. And uh, we do many things with the Bible as Christians. We, we memorize the Bible. We study the Bible. We have an institute here. A lot of, a lot of uh, energy is put into that. Um, lifting it up as a standard. Uh, but, you know, all of, the, all of those things, they're just a means to an end. I went through Awana uh, here in this church, and we, you know, we had the books, and we went through the different badges and so on. Did a lot of memorization. Um, but, you know, if, 
if kids are just thinking of it as I'm doing all this memorization in order to get a badge or a trophy, but they don't somehow along the way grasp the importance of applying that, of seeing how it's the authority for that. That's why they're learning those verses, right? They're learning those verses in order to get God's precepts so they can meditate on them through their, their lives and, uh, and it'll guide them, right? It'll be that, that, that lamp and that light uh, to, the, to, to the path and to the feet. And so uh, for everything that we do in relation to the Bible, we must remember that, um, that the whole idea of it is for the Bible to be lived out, for it to be lived out, all right? Not just to be absorbed, but to be lived out. And of course, you're not going to live something out that you haven't absorbed first. And so the, the, the two, the both are important. Uh, my living will never go beyond or rise above my thinking, right? My living will not go beyond my thinking. My thinking needs to be, uh, it needs to be totally molded by God's word. And so as I learn to think biblically, some people call it a biblical what? World view. A view of the world. You're looking at it through the lens of the scriptures, right? And that just means that you, you've really learned to think, what, biblically. You've learned to think biblically. Not just to take the Bible as information, just get information, just information, information, information. But to take that information, allow for it to go to your heart and to your mind, and then think biblically. And, uh, and, and, and so um, that's where the... Uh, that's where the purpose for what we, all these activities we do surrounding the Bible, you know, uh, comes about. And that's what, that's what uh, is being communicated here in verse 37. Oh, how I love thy law. I like hearing it. I like reading it. Um, you know, I, 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 I honor it. But why? So that it can be my meditation all the day. So I can ponder that and apply it. Um, throughout my, my life as, as real life uh, comes. Uh, it's not just religious activity, right? And uh, so if someone were to ask you what you read from the Bible today, you know, what would you tell them? Well, you may have to be honest and say, I haven't read from the Bible today. Or maybe you'd say, as I've said sometimes, man, it's pretty bad, but I can't actually remember. Let me think about that, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> And, uh, and, and this is common. You know, someone might, might say, what did you read from the Bible today? Well, I read Psalm 119. Okay, well, that's kind of like saying, you know, um, who did you see today? Well, I saw 95 Heartland Road in Canaan, which is my address. Um, well, that's kind of impersonal, isn't it? I mean, it's like, you know, when you, just, when you give a, a reference, it's like giving an address. All right, well, who was there, right? What kind of interaction did you have? Um, was there anything meaningful that happened during that time, right? And, uh, and so what did you read from the Bible today? Well, it wasn't just a reference. You know, what I read was, and I was able to meditate at the time and absorb these things, and now I can, I, because I thought about it and I processed it at the time, I got some, I got some truths I'm taking from a fresh-flowing stream right now today. And, uh, and so that's the way it works. Um, uh, so 
Psalm 119 is all about the benefits of taking specific truth from God, thinking about specific truth from God, and then taking that truth, uh, taking it with you. And, uh, and, and so um, I trust that the Bible is, is personal to you like that, and it's, and it's, uh, it's effective in your life. Um, it does start with, with a plan to be in it. It does start with purposefulness to read it and to think about it. And, uh, but then Jesus said that firm foundation is going to come, really, when you take it along the way and you use it as the building blocks that you're involved in um, in your life. All right? So that is, uh, those are just a few thoughts uh, from this verse here. And, uh, and it's not a long message tonight, but it's really... It's the key to the Christian walk, isn't it? Uh, right there, just simple, simple. Um, and so it is. I mean, it's a it's a substantial book. It's got a lot in there. But life is, you know, has a lot going on in it too. And uh, and God covers everything that we need to know that's of importance that we, that that He He sees as for us to be important to know um, while we go on this journey. So what we can do, we can meditate on God's word throughout the day. Um, and uh, that's not a, it's not just a, a you know, I, I, was, uh, I was listening to a podcast and there was a guy on there and he was going through some really, I mean, it was like a, he was in survival mode and he was quoting and meditating in order to calm himself down, he was meditating on uh, Buddhist sayings, um, and uh, supposedly according to the po- podcast, it helped calm him down. And I thought, man, if you know, if someone can be calmed down and find something me- meaningful in thinking about, you know, some sayings by a guy that was was trying to be enlightened by his own admission, never was. <laughs> then how much more can we be, you know, can we be empowered by and get, and get peace and direction? Um, from from Jesus Christ and uh, from the living Word of God, right? Uh, so good. Well, let's pray. Lord, I uh, thank you for.